All right, I'm meteorologist Gary Lezak. This is The Forecast with Gary Lezak Podcast. Bob Lyons is here again. I can't believe it. Encore performance. And I'll tell you why in a second, because you did. Surprised. (laughs) He might have made the most accurate Chiefs prediction for last week. I mean... I would like to say that I'm a numbers guy, but it, it's dumb luck is obviously falls in there. Hey, listen, it agree. wasn't dumb luck. We'll talk about that in okay, just a second. Deal. But first, this is the forecast with Gary Lezak podcast. We would love to have you as a sponsor. Come on. We need a whole bunch of sponsors. You can sponsor this great segment. We're growing. And one of our sponsors is Results Personal Fitness. Excellent. Right? I get results. I Woo. work out this I just did back traps, shoulders, and when you're doing okay, pull-ups, yeah. oh, when you yeah. do pull-ups, you really work your core. For sure. Okay, yeah, cuz you work part. it's amazing and after my hernia surgery, today by the way was the first workout I had where I didn't talk about my hernia during the entire workout with my trainer. Oh, that's day. very exciting. Yeah, so. so it's like full recovery. I we think, consider recovered. I think it's it's three and a half months. Those of you who have had inguinal hernia surgery, I had laparoscopic surgery um, in, the, in October, October 14th, I believe it was, so three and a half months ago. And um, it's taken till now to finally, I mean, it's you literally, fee- yeah. it worked. So Congratulations, thank, that's thank exciting. You, thank you, Dr. Moore. So what, what, what are you putting up plates-wise? What, what are you benching? Is this the question to ask? Well, right? I, well, or do we not, is this too intimate? Should no. I not, we don't discuss a man's gym I'm numbers. I'm 60 years old. That's so fair. Hey, I'm not, is that a multiplier? I'm not going like? to go to the two plates and get the 225 pounds. I mean. I've lifted for me in my body as much as about 250. That's my max in my whole life. That's so outstanding, yeah, though. Yeah, that's, that's very impressive. That's above my body weight. I yeah. weigh about oh, yeah. 180. So, but uh, today awesome. it was just lat pull downs, row, low rows, shoulder press, pull ups, um, reverse delts, and then um, some flies. I mean, some yeah, uh, some some uh, upri- upright oh, sure. rows and stuff. But. That's very exciting. Man, I used to. I'll tell you, back in my I don't know, and nobody can see this, but I'm a tiny individual. Yeah, but you're in great shape. Sure, there was a day. This is going to sound insane. I was weighing 115 pounds. No way. I was. Bench pressing two thirty five. No way. That's, it was like that is so strong. It was like as idiotic pro wrestler, useless strength. It was a it was a wild. How concept. did you do that? I was just young and I guess dedicated. Yeah. I think genetically I, I have something because I do yeah. like I don't really have to do much to yeah. like look like I'm I'm in. Well, you, know. you look like you're in great shape. So. Yeah. Well, I, it's it's weird. I was talking to a buddy yesterday. I transitioned uh, into rock climbing when I was younger, right? right. Because it just, to me, was a different type of strength that I was able to, to utilize more effectively. But I haven't climbed in a couple of years because I got injured, too. This is just part of getting old, I guess. I, yeah. I don't know what it is. You, know, you, you got to have, when you're climbing, it's dangerous. Yeah. Whenever you're doing your workouts, like today, the whole point when you are working out with weights, and everyone should work out with weights. Agreed. Women, men, all ages. Even. Build strength. Even if you're a lot older than me, you can still lift very light weights. Absolutely, okay? yeah. Um, but it's really good to do resistance training, and David Schlossman at Results will tell you about that. Again, our sponsor, Results Personal Fitness. Sorry, I keep getting us on these tangents. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good call. That's at 135th and Metcalf. And, and if you want to be a sponsor, I, this is the longest opening to any show ever, but if you want to be a sponsor. <laughs> Are we still in the open? Is it the yes. opening? No, okay. Contact right. Sandy at... 810 WHB. Is that right? 
Sandy. Perfect. Nailed it. Sandy at 810-WHB. Maybe we'll talk about you accidentally for 20 minutes. But whatever sponsor, so. you you name it. So, uh, yeah, contact Sandy and uh, become a sponsor of this segment. Outstanding. And, and I'll come over and have lunch with you and everything. So looking forward to that. <laughs> That's the real sell. So, yeah. uh, so back as we begin our segment, we're, we got a couple topics today. We're going to talk about maybe my career a little bit. You, sure. You have some questions. So I've I love been, hearing it. It's always fascinating. Every story you've ever told me has been fascinating. Okay, well, so I, I don't feel know like people which stories I could tell. Well, that's, <laughs> that might be part of the touch and go concept of the we'll see the comfort factor. I know. Yeah, um, but uh, we'll talk about that, and we're also going to start though with the Kansas City Chiefs. The you Chiefs got to. somehow, some way, are in the Super Bowl now. If you go back to the first half of the game against the Cincinnati Bengals, okay, yeah, the Chiefs drove down the field. They got what looked like a touchdown pass to Tony, and it hit the ground. Right, right. And so instead of seven nothing, it's three nothing. Okay, and then on their on their next drive, they come down and take a six nothing lead, and Pacheco scored a touchdown. Right, but they called I think holding on Wiley. Okay, so right, right. So the, this holding and and it was holding, but you can call holding. On almost every single play. It's okay? a little subjective. When, when, yeah. when the offensive linemen are blocking the defensive linemen, it, you, you, you're you grabbing their jersey. So if a referee wants to call holding, he can argue it. Certainly. So, but that play was somewhat suspect, but it was holding. And Pacheco's um, touchdown was called back, and it's 6 sure. nothing Chiefs. Right. Then Cincinnati goes down in 6-3, to three, and the Chiefs held them to a field goal. Thank goodness. And then the Chiefs go down and get the amazing drive, and, and Kelsey gets the touchdown pass on exciting. another yeah. unorthodox play. Right, right. Jim Nance. Kind of off the cuff. When he was announcing it, Jim Nance. Okay, Jim Nance is announcing. He's like, all right, his bones, he's scrambling around to the right. And, okay, is it there? Because he throws it. <laughs> right. He throws it. Right. And this is how unorthodox Patrick Mahomes is. Is it there? It's not like they saw a play developing. Yeah. It was Mahomes creating a play, and it was there. Kelsey was there. Masterful, man. And and zipped in there, touchdown 13-3. to Then the Chiefs got a great interception from Watson with two minutes and 30 seconds to go in the half. The Chiefs could take a 20-3 to lead. I was kind of thinking, oh, no, that's like what the score was last year at halftime, close to halftime. But – Mahomes turned into the Mahomes of last year and threw three incompletions. They gave the ball back to Burrow, and fortunately, they, they only got down and got a field goal. Yeah, I was take advantage. Yeah. But, I mean, points are points, sure. And then it, the rest is history. The Chiefs end up winning with Butker's kick, All the a little bit of controversy on, on some favoritism from the referees for the Chiefs. But, um, no, when you lose, that's what you're going to feel. The Chiefs won. It's all about winning. It was but dramatic. the final score was 23 to 10. Uh, 23 to 20. 23 right, right. 20 Chiefs. And Bob Lyons on this podcast, it's the forecast with Gary Lezak and Bob Lyons because Bob did a forecast of 25. To nineteen. So what, what? I don't even remember. You predicted point. twenty-five to nineteen. Did, somebody's going to go to the videotape and be like, "No, this is this no, is a conspiratorial." It's, it's on there. It's rewriting on our, of history. It's on our last podcast. How did you predict twenty-five nineteen? Well, I had a feeling defense was going to have to play a, a large role in the whole concept. So I just thought it was going to be a kick-heavy game. That was really it. So the, the numbers I was throwing out, like I remember pausing because I've never, I don't think, ever 
forecasted a score of a sports game. I don't consider myself an authority on much of anything, let alone you know being able to, to be able to talk <laughs> about sports with any level pessimist. of intelligence. Yeah, he's, he's really, I know nothing really about good nothing. at a lot I'm of I'm a things. nobody who knows nothing about anything. That's now, you know a lot about a lot of things, because I've been talking to you for years. He knows a lot, okay? that's I just, but he's very pessimistic. Yes, indeed. Well, I mean, you know, I just try to be realistic about what my, my abilities are and, and how vast the world is and how many variables there are in everything. So maybe it's a blessing, maybe it's a curse. So I don't really know. So how did you do it? So, I, yeah, I just thought it was going to be a lot of kicking. So in that moment, I was thinking like, wow, I've never projected a score before. Ever? I don't think that I, was your no, first. Was your one first, for one. That was the first time I've ever even taken a taken a crack at it. Wow! So I just thought, like, all right, well, there's going to be a lot of kicking. I don't. I thought it would be fairly low scoring comparatively to to other Chiefs outings with like an offensive powerhouse. So that was it. Just thought it'd be a lot of kicking. Okay, so so now we have the Super Bowl. The Chiefs are going to go play the Eagles. You know, Andy Reid used to coach in Philadelphia. I mean, that's exciting. And, what a strange. Development of Andy Reid to be going back against his old franchise. I know. So here we are. Uh, I, I it. it's a great story. I think I'm leaning towards the Chiefs are going to again come out focused and on fire. I like it. You know the, the Eagles defense may be strong enough to stop the Chiefs. So we'll just have to see. But when you haven't seen who's the, the pessimist now? No, wait I'm a saying, minute. Well, when you haven't seen the Kansas City Chiefs before, and the sure. Eagles haven't sure. seen them in a couple years at sure. least, so. I think the Chiefs sort of shock other teams at how good they really are. Yeah, it's in the prep work. So. It, it is always really interesting. I, like, if I may, this this will I am going to toot my horn for a minute. We'll switch roles. You just took the pessimist flag, so Uh-oh. I'll take the optimist flag here. I, I do remember, you know, the, the Chiefs beat themselves. They were very close in that Cincinnati game to beating themselves. Just, I, know. I mean, and, and it's unfortunate, I'm going to say this. Injuries are kind of a part of, you know. So many injuries. I, it sounds ridiculous, but, like, that is a part of beating yourself. When you lose the talent that you need to be able to win, it, it's it's rough. That's right. not always an indicator of, like, the other team being superior. It just means there's a, a result so of whatever breaks. happens. Yeah, Sometimes so. you, you need a break. Now, hopefully some of the injured players will come back and the Chiefs will be somewhat more at full force. It sounds like they gonna, will be. Is everybody okay? I Not honestly everybody. haven't been paying attention. No? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, no. it's still just a few days. Okay, so, um, I guess it's true. Uh, we're just going to – next week we'll learn a little bit more about those injuries. But as long as – you know, hopefully the Chiefs get Juju Smith-Schuster back. That'd be great. Um, uh, you know, who knows? But but I, I'm expecting the Chiefs to punch them in the mouth and take a 10 to nothing type lead. That's wow. what I'm expecting. 10-3, to 13-3 uh, again. And this time, Jalen Hurts, he had a great year. He looks good. He, he might did. still have a little shoulder problem. What himself. do you make it? I always wonder about this. Is this part of the psychological game of being like, well, I'm not 100%? Yeah. You know, you always, because I feel like there's the old Belichick. Game. I've done a lot of fantasy football. This is the extent of my, like, what little I, I can claim to know is through fantasy football. You know, the old Belichick game, Belichick game it, he was the curse, still is, of the, the fantasy footballer because everybody's questionable on any given day. And so it keeps the prep team, whoever's trying to prepare for next week's game, like, I don't know, is so-and-so going to be available? Is it going to be run heavy, pass heavy, whatever? Right. So I always wonder how much of the psychological strategies now drifted in to where even players are like, I don't know. And yeah. he even got Patrick Mahomes going like, oh, my ankle, it's great. But is it? Is it not great? I know. What do you, you know? Well, let's just put it this way. When, when he, everything's on the line, everything's When everything game. was on the line and Mahomes, did you see that run? 
He was, was full speed. Oh, yeah. Out of, that's out the guy who wanted it. He wanted it. And then they got the penalty on top of it, which put us in the field goal range. And that's Golly. why we're in the Super Bowl. I so. mean, what a nail-biting moment. And I'm sorry. Butker has to kick that 45-yard field goal on a cold night. Yeah. And it went probably about 52 maybe seven or eight yards past 45, but he makes it. He misses that kick. We might be sitting here wondering what happened. Who knows? It could have been. Who, so well, you, yeah. You sure. got to get breaks. So I'm predicting oh, man. the Chiefs are going to beat the Eagles, and I get real optimistic here. I think the Chiefs take the lead, and I think the Chiefs, the, the Eagles get stressed out, and they fall apart. So I think it's going to oh. be one of those games. So I'm going to predict a significant – Victory for the Chiefs and go with. Uh, I'll get. I'll get the Chiefs to thirty-one points. A thirty-one twenty-three. Eight, oh wow! Eight-point victory for the Chiefs. Interesting. Okay, I almost feel like I need to retire undefeated and never ever yeah. project another. But score. we're going to make you make a prediction because you're hot. Oh gosh, I, I agree. Well, I was going to say Chiefs by seven, but I, in, in okay. terms of the spectrum, I don't. What's the score? Wanna... You have to have a score. Oh, you did man. good last time. I know, but now I just the. Uh, the repeat authority here. Well, just take the pressure off yourself. If you're wrong, it's okay. Uh, all right, it's in Arizona. So this this is it. You know, you, I try to bring in all of the factors. You got the weather, obviously. That was part of the reason that I even thought of what I did in the last game. So uh, Arizona, is it, an in, is it a stadium? Is it a dome? It, yes, in Arizona. It's a dome. Okay. So weather is less of a concept. I'm going to say Chiefs 25. Philadelphia, 18. <laughs> okay, this is ridiculous. There's going to be a conspiracy theory here. Because it was your first prediction was 25-19, and now your prediction for the Super Bowl is 25-18. I just I look for consistency here. This, this is the league, man. This okay. is where everything is going. We'll see. There you have it, the beginning of our podcast. I'm playing it safe. Maybe. Is, is that crazy. safe? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I just got a text, okay, just so you know, because, you know, I – I, I do weather for the living. Oh, know? I've heard that, yeah. And I, I, That's I, exciting. I had a 38-year television career. And so here is the latest day. There she is, the Christmas storm with no cold air. Trend colder. So I'm looking at the data that this friend just sent. Wow. Okay. Oh, that looks we like have, a lot of cold air. Uh, you can't see this probably, okay? Maybe. You probably can't. I don't know. We could zoom right into the camera. But this shows a major storm on, this would be, February the 9th, okay? And I've had people that have been texting me, Gary, 50 days ago, you said February the 9th we would have a storm, and here it is, February right 9th. Right on schedule. If you're wondering what the LRC can do, it predicted this Super Bowl week storm for Kansas City. It's also going to swing through Arizona early in the week. So next week there's going to be some cooler weather, maybe a few rain showers, but uh, definitely cooler than normal for the first half of next week in Arizona. Oh, that's good so, to know. But, yeah, we'll have to watch that. Uh, so, uh, I mean, for, for all of you enthusiasts out there, I, I get a video last night from Gary even. Was that last night? I, I can't Showcasing, because so, there was all of the, the extreme weather down in Texas, the ice storms and right. the cold and everything. And so th- this, this is the persona of Gary Lezak. For anybody who's ever asked me, like, oh, you know, Gary, what's he like? I'm like, that dude loves the weather more than anything. I get weather forecasts sent to me. He's always thinking about the patterns and then the cycles and, and how everything sort of relates. So last night he just sends me a random, he texts me a video about the 50-day the cycle between and, and how it relates the, the winter storm down south and how it relates to storms in the previous one and two cycles. So 
conceptually, this is how Gary lives. He may be retired, but he can never retire from the passion of the weather. I'm retired from TV, right? television, broadcast television, but I am on weather2020.substack.com. Right. You can join that. Good push. There we go. Yeah. All right. weather2020.substack.com, and a whole bunch of people signed up just yesterday. It's great. It's $300 a year and $50 a month. But it's really valuable information. We have a free version as well, and I posted a video there. But to get the really important LRC information, farmers are, are getting their county. I can go down to their farm level and give you a forecast for the next seven months. So you got a forecast for planting, harvest, growing season, and harvest. So planting, growing, and harvest. And um, so you get your forecast, just let me know what county you are. That's weather2020.substack.com. Very useful. But the storm you're talking about is fascinating because there was just an ice storm in Dallas, Texas. And 50 days before, exactly, and just so you know, it's about a seven-week plus one cycle. So that's 50-ish days. 50 days before February the 1st was December the 13th. Just so you know, that's 50 days. Okay, because there's I could tell you how I know that, but I just I'm a math person. Of course. <laughs> what happened that day? There were severe thunderstorms and tornadoes around Tyler, Texas, and now there's a f- ice storm there. 50 days before that, there was another severe weather outbreak on October 24th. Ah, so right. October 24th, December 13th, February 1st, and we have an alert out right now, a level three to four risk of severe weather on March 20th, which is 50 days from now. So you can put that down March 20th, 26th, in that week, a very good chance of this part of the pattern producing significant severe weather. Okay. So, and then it'll also return around May the 10th every f- seven weeks or so. And so conceptually what you're, what you're doing here is, so you're, you're relating these previous outbreaks to, to you know, be able to forecast uh, current and upcoming outbreaks of potential severe weather. What's interesting in the maps that you were showing me too, though, yeah, we're looking at the same areas. Again, what we're saying, like, the conditions are there. It's not 100% guarantee because there are a lot of influences, right? So we're not so delusional to where we have to say, like, this is is the only thing that happens. But the conditions to produce something like severe weather recur in in the same pressure settings of the atmosphere. So in the same quadrant. So... If you have ripe conditions for development of severe weather and those conditions repeat, odds are good. You should take precautions. Right. You can plan now. It should be the first part of every business's playbook. Absolutely. Weather 2020 and the LRC should be that first part and the end because we can we, we, we put it all together. But, yes, I would have expected this storm to affect Kansas City, and we're having sunny and beautiful weather. Right, so right. I, we're not right for Kansas City. Okay. However, the storm we predicted is producing. It's an ice storm in Texas, due south of Kansas City. So I'm wrong for Kansas City. Whoa. We are right for Texas. We might have to sound cap that. <laughs> wow, that was. See, this is great though. This is. The, you don't ever hear me say that. I don't. Well, I don't know. I do say it. You do. See, you, you say it to. You We're say it to right me. most of the time. Most of the time, which is very impressive, considering like one of the funniest things I feel like you ever said to me was like, "I'm expected to predict the future." What other industries are like you have to be a professional you know like right. palm reader if you're trying to predict the stock market yeah good right. luck right and if you're 51 percent accurate at predicting the stock market you'll be very rich absolutely okay? people think you're the you're same broke. same philosophy should apply to weather if we're 51 percent accurate which is really good 100 days out 
Oh, for okay? sure. That's yeah. that's more accurate than the seven-day forecast is, believe it or not. Then that's really, really good. But we're more accurate than that because there's an art and a science. And we have a computer model that's patent pending and is predicting those storm systems. But now companies and businesses are actually using our data oh, yeah. to help their businesses make Decisions, yeah, profitable actionable decisions. decisions, profitable decisions, yeah. safety decisions, safety concerns. A hundred days safety. out, hundred days out, and plus a hundred days plus, and no one's ever done this. Yeah, it's it's gutsy. This the stigma is still there. Uh, it's improving daily. I feel like, yeah, I, and we're injecting a level more. of reality of what we're doing here because you know I think it starts out there's a, there's kind of this concept of mysticism, but like it is just a different way of even thinking about how to project the future, how to make forecasts. It's not the traditional methodology. Right. Everybody, when people say the traditional methodology can't do this, it can't do that, like that is correct right. because it was never meant to do that. So you have to think of new ways to do something new. Right. <laughs> That's what we're doing. And, and there's this testimony that just came out from Dean Wysocki. We'll have to get that clip. But he says this will be taught in universities like he thinks now. Heck of a soundbite there. Uh, yeah. and, and the LRC will be taught. It is the best way to predict the weather from 10 days out to 200 days out. Right, right. There isn't a better system. So that's what my life's passion is. That's what I'm doing now every single day of my life. Yeah. I was doing this for the last 35 years anyway while I was at KSHB and KWTV and WDAF uh, in between. I had this great, great, great television career, and I'm proud of it. I think it's fantastic. Long established. And, and, it's and great. I, and, I, and I do miss parts of it. But I, 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 I'm satisfying that hole by doing the Substack account, by um, being a spokesperson for the Grand Prix races for Formula One. Outstanding. Um, yep. So we're doing things like that. Plus, uh, I'm doing other spokesman type stuff. So there's, there's things that I'm doing that I love to do. But I don't really miss television because I'm doing what I've always done. Weather is a hobby. Right? <laughs> That's it is a good my call. hobby. Yeah. Since I, you were a kid? Since I was five years old, I used to make weather games up. Gosh, Gary okay. Lezak as a kid. I can't. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. Yeah, well, to show some of those pictures. But I used to sit up in my room, <laughs> make my own little world, okay? I was in my own little world. Make, at 10 years old, I would make this big circle, okay? And I put little circles. That was like my United States. And each little circle was a city. And then I would draw on the weather map. And then I draw on a forecast map and a long range forecast. Oh wow! And then I would sit okay. there and go. After I was done drawing all my drawings, I get my piece of paper and go. All right, here's our forecast. We do have a storm that's approaching us from the west. In the long range, we're expecting this, this, and this for area one. I didn't name the cities other than area one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, so and eight. Yeah. As an area's eight forecast, a chance of an afternoon thunderstorm. And I would literally be up there, and my mom would be going, what is he doing in there? Because I was talking to myself. <laughs> I was pretending to be a weatherman back at 10 years old. That's pretty amazing. Well, what do you think influenced it? Did I mean, were you big into watching meteorologists on TV? Was it just staring at the sky? Because this is what California, right? Yeah. And so Weather's there's not there. a lot of weather happening. I didn't know any better. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> right. in, in California, the weather was very boring. It's in very Los consistent. Angeles. I grew up yeah. out in the San Fernando Valley in the West Valley, Canoga Park, Woodland Hills out there in the West Valley. And uh, we would go in 73, 74, when I was 11 and 12 years old, we had these drought years where we had four inches of rain the entire year. That's unreal. And so the weather was boring. So that's why I got all excited when I saw clouds even. 
But uh, I grew up out there fascinated by weather. That's why I made up my own weather games because we didn't have weather. I made it up. And then when I went to the University of Oklahoma in 1980, it was like game on. Wow, there's oh, yeah. thunderstorms. This is amazing. It snows Weather's here. very real really? out here. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be mountains for snow. I just didn't know, you know. So, That's great. So, but uh, the rest is history. Well, I remember you once telling me, I again, I don't know how much we, we censor, what, what you feel comfortable talking about or whatever. You know. Uh-oh. I think I, I recall a very entertaining tale of the first time you were able to be on the air. Right. Right? This was in Oklahoma. So you were working at a station. Right. But you were not yet consistently on air. I was an intern. Yeah, okay. At KWTV. That's great. Okay. okay. And what, if, um, what affiliate? Which was that? It was a CBS. It was a CBS affiliate. And so okay. I was an intern there. And um, it was January 28th, 1986. I was already on OETA, the public TV station. Ah, okay. They had a, something that was called the Oklahoma News Report. 6.30 newscast. This guy, Tom Gilmore and Jan uh, Lavelle, is that his name, I think? Jan and Tom were the anchors. Okay. These older guys. Sure. Okay. And here's this young meteorologist that was filling in, <laughs> and I was so nervous when I was on there. So I was already getting experience, but on while I'm interning at the CBS station, which was right next door, it was convenient. So I'd go over and intern with Gary England, uh, my mentor, Amazing guy. That's a whole other story. Oh, yeah? He's amazing. Um, Another day, huh? I made a wedding forecast for his granddaughter just yesterday using the LRC. Oh, nice work. All right, yeah. Um, But uh, so January 28, 1986 is the day of the Space Shuttle Challenger disaster. I remember. I was in second grade, yeah. That same morning, this meteorologist, his name is Paul Boucherot, okay? Okay. He's retired now. Oh, Polly B. Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) All right. So, but Paul Boucherot, that's back in 1986. He um, said a bad word on TV, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and and so was he a surly kind of guy? What do no, you? No, what he, was the it setup? Was, for... It was accidental. Okay, okay, just checking. Can you say Ben? Can you say the the f word on a podcast? He's not listening. I mean, legally, I think legally I can. <laughs> just know it's the f word. All right, good. That's good. good okay, sense. so when I say f, then you know what it, what happened. Okay, you're a, you're a PG personality. We probably got to keep it there. <laughs> I want to say exactly what he said because <laughs> it it's pretty the first funny. Time he told me okay. it hit my ears so beautifully abruptly. It was hilarious. well, it was seven in the morning. You know, at the like uh, the Willard Scott of the day, Al Roker of the day. Now it's happening with your in your neck of the woods. Okay. And so we would come on, and you'd see a picture of us, and you'd hear us. And so Paul went in to record us, and he's like, good morning. This is meteorologist Paul Boostro. It's a beautiful morning across Oklahoma this morning. It's up. It's up. It's up. Ah! Ah! Drops it. Okay? That's a hard drop, too. (laughs) He just does it, okay? I'm saying it because just in case kids are listening. Of course, yeah. Yeah, so. um, (laughs) But um, he thought he erased it. And at that moment... The audio guy says, hurry up, Paul. You're on in 30 seconds. So he thought he re-recorded it. Right. He raises it to the audio guy who doesn't check it. Oh, no. And then here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. And on the air, good morning. This is meteorologist Paul Boucherow. <laughs> it's a beautiful morning across Oklahoma this morning. It's a, it's a, oh, F, okay? <laughs> bomb. That's great. F bomb, okay? Boom. So about three hours later, Space Shuttle Challenger disaster. And I'm watching it on TV. What a day. Yeah. Horrible. Seven astronauts are killed. Yeah. January 28, 1986. It was that day. And about 11, 1130 in the morning, while all this disaster is happening, I get a call 
and it's for Gary England. And I didn't know what had happened yet. He goes, hey, Paul said F on the ear. You got an interview at two. <laughs> and I said, what? He goes, I'm watching this this disaster. He goes, I know. Well, we had a disaster. Paul said F on the ear. You got an interview at two. I'm like, okay, I'll be there. That's so great. I go in there as 23-year-old me, put on a little skinny little tie. I go sit there with the news director, and the news director is like, do you hear what happened today? And I go, um, yeah. He goes, he's got a pipe. It's a pipe. Like of course. Oh, that's great. It wasn't like marijuana. Really. I was wondering. It was still like a, a good impression. It was yeah. a pipe. It's a good effect. He goes, uh, you start tomorrow, no pay. And I go, can't you pay me the lowest pay scale you have here? <laughs> and he goes, no, I need to know right now. Take it or leave it. And I go, I'll take it. Wow. Okay. So the next morning on the air, good morning. They, they come out, they go, hey, here's our general manager. And the general manager's name was Dwayne Harm. And Dwayne Harm says, hey, we don't condone this activity. We don't like this language is not acceptable. Oh, our they're TV covering. Station, yeah, okay. That person has been terminated. Wow. Okay, and then all of a sudden, I'm sitting on the set, and I go, good morning. <laughs> and that was the beginning of my career. The birth of an era, my yeah. friend. And wow. The, and a week, just to finish the story, a week later, they finally said, they finally said, Gary, um, yeah, you'll get paid for last week, but it will be our lowest pay scale here, which was $9,800 a year. Isn't that something? That was wow. my first job. But in Oklahoma, I mean, you know, you can live. Not 9800 a year. Well, I mean, yeah. sure. it's still not great. Yeah, yeah. But I was just graduated college. But then five months later, long story, they finally hired me, and I got a raise to 20000 Oh, there you go. So I got double my salary. So, I mean, that, that is, it's interesting because you think about that moment, even in terms of like contextually and now, the virality of that moment of him dropping an F-bomb. Can F you imagine if that would have happened now? Oh, my gosh. It would be, you know, enshrined in YouTube forever. I know. Yeah. It would, it would have, Twitter would have gone crazy. But, yeah, I wonder now, too, though, is there, you know, you can still live in infamy. There's a positive positivity to our cultural infamy at times, too. But that maybe, is still a Maybe I should post that story and say, Paul Boucher said that guy. the F word. <laughs> right, yeah. And thank you, Paul, for this great 38-year career. He gave you the shot. Sometimes you need a little bit of I luck. Was, I was actually being offered a job in Lawton, Oklahoma. Oh. So from market number 43 to market number 212. Wow. I almost started in market number 212, and I might be, not be having this podcast, right. the forecast with Gary Lezak, if I didn't get that break. That was one of many breaks. And it's such a cutthroat business for, for that dude to sit there smoking a pipe and be like, I'm not paying you. I know. And you have to go, I know. okay, I Ooh. guess who, what else am I going to do? You just brought up what it'll be a chapter in my book. Oh, I believe it, man. <laughs> I do. Okay. Cause I've known you now here towards you've the, the time here where you've decided to sunset your career. Cause you're technically retiring earlier than you could. Yeah. Right. I'm 60 years old. I should, should I wait till I'm 65? Well, most of my peers do. Oh, 65, that's right, yeah. I just have something else I'm working on. Yeah, that's fair. If I didn't have this other thing, I probably would ride this out. 65, 67, I'm taking what's called the entrepreneurial sure. risk. Sure, oh yeah. I, I cut off my salary on December the 1st. Right. Completely went down from a very high-paying job yeah. to Zippo. Oh yeah. And now we're generating revenue by helping businesses and save lives through Weather 2020. And I believe it's going to be a very highly successful business. And this is the year where it's going to happen. I believe that. Agreed. Oh, yeah. And as you know, we're working together as business partners. It's a lot of work. Oh, it's an insane amount of work. Well, and the sink or swim mentality is its own type of motivation. There's no doubt about it. And uh, also, I've watched you 
I feel like throughout the years in the media business, because of the transition of the media business and, and the news has become uh, a profitable concept for a station, right? So, you know, there used to be a time when you only did the 5 o'clock and the 10 o'clock, and then they added a 4 and a 4.30 and a 6 and a 6.30. And I felt like I kind of watched you having to navigate the business, like the evolution of the business, which was... And then I, I, went, I would go into the station, you'd have to produce your own online pieces. You had to edit your own online pieces while now suddenly having to do three, four, five new newscasts that you never had to do. You're constantly in new contract negotiation. So they're always trying to, because, I mean, let's be honest, the, the media environment changing, maybe they're making less money. So they're always trying to cut the amount of money they're paying you, but increase the expectations on you. And so like our ability to grow the thing that we wanted to grow was always being constricted by the evolution of the media game. So I, I understand like, have deciding to leave early saying like, okay, well, this has evolved into something that's just, it's not what I started doing and it's changing. And that had, maybe nothing, it's time. That had nothing to do with it. Every, really? Everything you just said absolutely is true. I would have hated it. That's, that's amazing. The business You're a professional. is changing. The, the, the responsibilities of the chief meteorologist yeah. are, are, are expanded while I was there. And, and it's completely different than 10 years ago. Sure. Very, very different than 30 years ago. And that's going to continue to evolve. But that had I, I still cherished every single day I went to work. That's great. And here's to my bosses at KSHP. I loved every single day there, okay? Every day when I got to work, I never thought, oh, I just got to work. I didn't even think about it. I, I walk into that building excited because I get to tell people about the get weather. to talk about the oh, weather. Oh, there's a it's lot of wants. other things we have to do yeah. more than ever. But I still got to do my dream since I was five years old. So all those things you just said do exist, and it's challenging, and the next 10, 20 years are going to be challenging. There's sure. a, a lot of other ways to get you know, news, weather, and sports. Very much so. Yeah. Weather is breaking weather. That's for a whole other podcast, and maybe we'll do one as we go into spring because it is extremely challenging for the meteorologist to take on – that extremely difficult role of bringing extremely li important life-saving information when it comes to tornadoes. Definitely. Okay, Kansas City's four years. We're almost four years in a row now without any major serious significant threat since May 28, 2019. That's with Linwood, Kansas. But that's right. a whole other story. Sure. That's a lot of pressure. And so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and going on air in the middle of the and night. it's reality and, TV. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Yeah, so, well, so for the, the legal uh, posterity here, the, the opinions of Bob do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Gary Lezak. That was just my observations, because I would always watch you na having to navigate that system and going like, man, he's a better man than me. I don't, like, I, well, I don't I know told you, I'd want to do it. I've told you a lot of stories. Sure, sure, uh, yeah. The, the behind the, there's, there are stories oh. I will tell in my tell-all book. So that, the, <laughs> What the, year can we expect I, I've got an are idea under... of what the book and the movie is going to be called. I already have the vision. But it's going to have to be about five years from now. I say legally, <laughs> what are we looking at? Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about legally. Okay. But it's going to have to be five years from now because when Weather 2020 is really a, this successful system and, and save, lives are being saved and businesses are being saved and there's a whole brand new market we're opening up with our weather data. Absolutely. Um, as In five years when that success is reached, then maybe I'll write this book. Sure. 
and um, you'll have to help me remember all these things. I'll do my best. You've you've told me some gems. They're all. Okay. I mean, because it's it's hard not you know it's an interesting <laughs> business with interesting people. So you know, know. things accrue, stories accrue. They're crazy. And I always got a good good chuckle out of a multitude of them. I know. But it's a heck of a career, man. Amazing. I mean, you said thirty eight years, right? Is that what we're thirty thirty eight year career? So. Wow. And uh, but it's not over. You know, absolutely. Got, yeah. Yeah. You'll you'll see. It's a fit in this if, new if, face. If, if, when when we're successful later this year, you know, and I am uh, the meteorologist for those Formula One races, and you got Porsche and Mercedes and these other huge teams around the world starting to use our Weather 2020 data right, right. and our Weather 2020 system, and then my personality to make the weather exciting. Uh, that's what I'm. My plan is for them. Sure. Um, it's going to be an exciting process this year. It is just so you know. It is a lot of work. Bob's working hard. Bob, yeah, man. Bob is running our computer model. The model, the patent pending model, is a sophisticated data model. And the oh, patent, there's a lot of moving parts. The yeah. Pat, the patent it's called uh, weather prediction using weather cycles, and and uh, the rest of the world doesn't use weather cycles for these predictions, and we right. do. And it's it's something I discovered back in 1987, 1988, and. And 40 years before me was Jerome Nemias who discovered something very similar. It's there for everyone to see, but extremely complex, and we're way ahead of everybody. Right. You just got to look for it. Nobody's bothering to look for it. Yeah. And it is tough from an entrepreneurial perspective. Yeah, I'm sure there's, there, I don't know, maybe there's a societal burnout or something. Maybe there's just a pessimist in me. It is so much work. The things, it's just the logistics of running a business. It yeah. is, I mean, the yep. paperwork and the bureaucracy that you and I have to like, hold each other accountable for and like, right. did, did you follow up with so-and-so? Have you filed this form? Have you yeah. written this check? I mean, it's just kind of it when all you want to do is do the weather and I just want to nerd out. But By the way, just so you know, I filed the form with Kansas. We are official. I got a notice for that. I was like, am I okay? See, did I just get booted? It's great though. Yeah. Did, see, did you think, Oh my God, Gary's on top of this. I, I, I was part of you the, have to file that every year. I, as the pessimist, I initially was like, wait a minute, is this bad? And I, Oh no, it's great. This Gary's on top thing. of things. Yeah. This is a good thing. So very was, nice work. It was only $53. <laughs> so, but if you forget, then you're not in then good it, standing with then Kansas. Then it all goes wrong. So I'm Absolutely. in good standing with Kansas, a Kansas liability. These are the business components. You got to do it. So anyway, Okay, I, I I know we could talk forever. Ben oh right, sorry. Lunch to go to. Oh yes, of course. Over there, and uh, we uh, this is the forecast with with Gary Lezak podcast and Bob Lyons prediction of the Chiefs twenty five eighteen this time. Yeah, yeah. Mine is thirty one twenty three this time. I'm hoping it's thirty one to like nine, and then they get two scrappy touchdowns and we can relax. But. It's probably going to come down to the nitty-gritty end. Uh, the These, high drama, man. Look at all the Super Bowls, Montana, even Brady's Super Bowls. It comes down sometimes to that last second. got to get a break. So go, Chiefs. This is sponsored by Results Personal Fitness. Thank you, Looking David good. Schlossman. I'm back. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to have David Schlossman on as a guest one That'd time. be great. You yeah, should. Yeah. yeah. So Does David Schlossman do nutrition at all, or is it all? Oh, no. He's he's heavy, he, he eats a lot of grilled chicken. Oh, well, yeah. Sa I mean, grilled a... chicken and salads. Okay, that's David and his wife, Jana. Interesting. Thank you very much for watching uh, and, and listening to our podcast. Remember, if you want to be a sponsor of this growing podcast, it is Sandy at... A10WHB.com. Nailed it. <laughs> Double check. 
Ben's amazing. He's doing great. He did great. And, and let us know what you think of the opening. I love the the dogs. I, look at the dogs coming out of the umbrella. Oh, I'll have to see that. Can we really? play a little longer opening this time? We'll do a longer opening so you can really see the dogs falling. Fall, that, that sounds terrifying. I, I guess it's I gotta see what you're talking about. It's raining cats and dogs. Oh, of course. Come on. Jeez, I'm too literal. This yeah. is ridiculous. It's rainbow and sunny though. That's adorable. Yeah. That's great. All right, Bob Lyons. Thank you Thanks very much. Thanks for letting me come back. You're very sweet. Okay. I'm still a nobody. Let's Maybe say, we'll turn into. Let's a say summer. go Chiefs together. Ready? Right. Go, go Chiefs. Chiefs!